Do animals know they're gonna die? If so, what's on a rat's bucket list? All these questions you can find the answer to on, on this, this Paranormal Life! Hello everyone and welcome to This Paranormal Life, the comedy paranormal podcast where every week myself and this guy Kit Greer investigate a brand new paranormal case and come to the conclusion at the end as to whether or not it is truly paranormal. Kit, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, Roy. I'm a little thrown by the intro question. I mean, I know we like to ask the big questions on this show, but that little <laughs> question is too big for my liking. Sometimes they're a little too big, the big questions. Do animals know they're going to die? Or do they just think I'm a little under the weather today? <laughs> What's on a rat's bucket list? I should have had more cheese. I had too much cheese. I'm feeling a little <laughs> under the weather. It's what an antelope thinks as it's getting mauled by 16 lions. <laughs> as I said, on this podcast, what we do is investigate a brand new paranormal case every week. Sometimes we seek out these cases ourselves. And sometimes, like today, they are an email submission from the people who listen to our show. Ooh. This week's submission comes from Ace Bande. They emailed in to say, Hey, Kit and Rory, I think the Malabon Cemetery Demon is a pretty neat case for you guys to check out. Whatever the verdict is, I only hope to represent the Philippines and show that we can be pretty damn paranormal too. <laughs> I don't talk that Ace. Ace is a long-time listener. Thank you for sending that one in. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate his name because he sounds like he lives in the Wild West. Oh, yeah. And somehow also flies a fighter jet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's probably been married like six times. <laughs> so, of course, you're going to take a case from a guy called Ace. Um, so, Ace, shout out to you and your brother who listened to the podcast. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. So I looked into the graveyard that Ace was talking about to figure out what exactly about it is so paranormal. And well, it's less about the graveyard as a whole and more about a particular grave. I lowered my chair and I lowered it too low. Uh, so now I'm gonna have to s s scoot up a bit. Oh. Okay, wow, really hot. Whoa, I'm getting Jeez. vertigo. All right, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go Where down. Where the f did you get that chair? It's like seven feet high. Oh, oh my god. Jesus. It's like that. There's a false floor in this room? <laughs> this is f A graveyard is, is, a, is about more of a particular grave. The grave of a man named Bernardo, whose resting place is marked with an enormous statue of the devil himself standing on top of St. Michael, jamming a pitchfork no. in his face. Nope. Don't believe it. Don't believe it. If you're in a graveyard, yeah. the, mostly those are owned, well, I don't know if it's owned, but they're in churches, church, you know, grounds and sure. stuff. Yeah. Surely the church gets a veto on what you put in your headstone. I don't know. I guess if you've already kicked the bucket, who are they going to complain to? Also, I appreciate this called Bernardo. I like to imagine that like graveyards are like, it's like Twitter.com. It's like you're fighting for that that app that username oh yeah of course <laughs> you want to be the only guy in in the graveyard They're like sorry bernardo's taken you gotta have bernardo one two three four five bernardo 69 Ber bernardo 69 do you think i want 69 <laughs> i want a statue of the devil token weed on the top of my grave bernardo 420 they're like okay you can have bernardo anything but satan so who was bernardo and why would he want such a statue built over his grave was he a Satanist? Was he crazy? Kit, it's time for us to grab our grave robbing tools and investigate. <laughs> I don't need to grab him, I'm already holding him. Don Simeon Bernardo was a modestly wealthy, devout Catholic landowner who lived in Malabon in the Philippines. But in 1896, there was an uprising where revolutionaries staged attacks, resulting in a pretty ruthless attempt by the government to destroy any rebels. Oh no. Bernardo, who was just this pretty relaxed rich dude who claimed to have nothing to do with the revolution, accidentally got swept up and arrested along with 300 other accused rebels. That's unlucky. That's really unlucky. Also, I don't know what these rebels are doing. They could be awful people, but I'm picturing the rebels from Star Wars. Sure. 
the most badass, coolest, most good-hearted people in the galaxy. Yeah, you know, you got the Sith trying to shut them all down, but they're all they're like a ragtag team of ruffians. Their, their Starfleet is like a freaking cargo ship. Yeah. It's, they're not meant for war, you know? You think Bernardo's ready for war? He's just a devout little Catholic what, farmer. Modestly rich ca- uh, farmer? Yeah, but regardless, he got swept up with the rest of them. And this is 1896, don't forget, all right? There's no trial. There's no judge. Your lawyer was arrested earlier for being a revolutionary. (laughs) You're not not gonna get a defense. Your only defense is shielding your face (laughs) as they beat you. I would like to defend myself in court. (laughs) Like, overruled. (laughs) (laughs) To get him to confess to his crimes, they did some pretty grisly torture stuff. I don't want to be too specific. Uh, on the podcast because that's not the kind of podcast that we are uh, but we're talking about boiling oil dunked on okay, him that's an- <laughs> well you got pretty specific actually yeah which and that was only the start they, they probably could have stopped there what at the boiling o- dunking in the boiling oil <laughs> if i have any secrets inside of me <laughs> they're coming out on the first oil dunk I'm, it's not like I'm waiting till dunk three or dunk four to be like, all right, you got me. You don't even have to. You just show me the oil. You don't. You don't even have to tell me about the oil. If you take away my Wi-Fi, <laughs> I'm gonna start admitting shit I didn't even do. You take away my morning coffee. I'm done. I'm gonna start handing in all my friends and family. You know, as as an informant, ratting them all out. Yeah. You take away brunch from me. It's over. So they tortured him and forced him into what he claimed was a false confession. And he was locked away behind bars with the rest of the rebels. Now at this time, Bernardo started questioning his Catholic beliefs. If there was a god, how come he's not looking out for me now? Where was he when they gave me the oil swirly? By the time he was released from prison with the other rebels, he was a full-blown atheist. Wow. Teaching his own children to reject Christianity and never get married. Why do atheists have to be against marriage? It seems like he's going from one extreme to the other here. Uh, I assume because this is like early 1900s, marriage is still... I guess still a super religious thing. Super religious, probably linked with being part of a church service. Actually, I'm being a dumbass. Yeah, there's no way you could have got married back then without being in the church. That makes sense. Probably pretty uh, integral to the process. When Bernardo finally passed away, he demanded that a statue be made to place over his grave. Oh, gee, here we go. A statue of the devil standing triumphant. Standing triumphant over St. Michael to remind society that even after his death, Evil has taken over the world, that the devil rules over all, and that there is no God. They really did dunk him in the oil, didn't they? Oh, yeah. They changed him. Uh, That's what they... Being dunked in the oil is kind of like those um, processes you hear about in health retreats. It's like... Trust me, bro, you're going to come out the other side a, a different man. They don't say what type of different man. <laughs> they don't say it's very much for the worst. You Before the treatment, before the spa treatment, sure, never that interested in the guy downstairs. Afterwards, you're listening to death metal. Yeah. You're dressing in black. Of course, you, you're pretty changed. Why would, why would a, a kind and forgiving God allow oil to get this hot? <laughs> It serves no purpose. I'm st- I'm starting to think Bernardo's religion was entirely based on how the world treated him, which for some people it is. For sure. I would, would argue a lot of religion is probably based on that. So he was, during the moderately rich years, he was happy to be a Catholic. God's looking out for me. That makes sense. But as soon as things went bad for him, it was over. Yeah. As soon as he got a little bit of hot boiling oil on his legs, he was like... I don't think there's a God anymore. It's like if you, I don't know, Bernardo, if you read the Bible, I don't know if there's hot oil, but there's equally bad shit. Yeah, there's some pretty bad stuff. Can you imagine if when it started getting pretty heavy in the rain category, Noah was like, what the (laughs) f***, man? You want me to build a boat big enough to fit one of every animal? No, one of two of every animal on it so they can bang? Why wouldn't you just, why can't I be one of the easy guys? But Noah, he had a little more perseverance. I'm pretty sure God asked a guy to kill his children. 
yeah, that was uh, who was that? That's gonna bug me. Abraham? No, it wasn't Abraham. Isaac? <laughs> What's the? Hold on. Oh, Abraham and Isaac. Okay. It was Abraham and oh. Isaac? Yeah. What? What do you mean? Is both of them? Abraham was told to oh. kill his son Isaac <sighs> in the Bible. Gotcha. And then I'm pretty sure right when he was about to do it, God was like, No, 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 no I was just kidding. I was just kidding. <laughs> oh, Jesus I'm, Christ! You were actually like, gonna do it? Five seconds too late. I said, Psych. <laughs> What can I do for you now, my Dark Lord? No, no, you got it all wrong. I'm not the Dark Lord. It's like, was this a test to see if I would follow your command? No, it was a test to see if you were crazy. <laughs> You're going straight to hell. You almost killed your own son. But Lord, didn't you do that? Don't, don't bring that up. Don't bring that up. That was a whole different thing. I was proving a point. I did it to stop sin, all right? On the side of the statue, there's a plaque that depicts a conversation between Lucifer and Saint Michael. It was a little old-fashioned, so I jazzed up the lingo to help uh, help it fit in the 21st century. This happened? I don't remember religion class, but are you saying this conversation happened and now you're jazzing it up? Well, weirdly, when this plaque was first made, a lot of people assumed this was a passage from the Bible. Okay. Uh, but the direct passage that is written on the plaque, they couldn't find okay. anywhere. So this is Bernardo's original shit. Yeah, this is a Bernardo original uh, okay, so I will be reading the part of Lucifer, and Kit will be reading the part of St. Michael. What are you angels doing here on Earth? Didn't you know that I am the king here ever since I tricked Adam and Eve? Earth and heaven are created by God. That is why our powers extends to here. <laughs> you fool. People want what I give them. War. Famine. Online gambling, buffalo wings, all the good rock and roll music, Doritos chili heat wave. Nobody wants your cool original Doritos. People of the world, help me defeat evil. Let justice and love rule over us. God, oh my God of the heavens, where is your power? Hey, he didn't have all the cool rock and roll bands. There's like... Creed? No, they were terrible. Um, <laughs> Jesus, I can't think of one. <laughs> Are you talking to him now? Jesus, <laughs> I can't think of one. Help. <laughs> Jesus is calling out whack Christian rock bands. I'm like, no, those don't count. They weren't good. Oh, dude, there are some absolutely, absolute banger Christian rock songs. They hit pretty damn hard. <laughs> so now that we know a little bit about the origin of the statue... What about it is so paranormal? Well, Kit, the story has it that late at night, local residents have seen the figure of Satan moving. And we're not talking about shifting eyes side to side. This son of a bitch gets up and roams the graveyard. What? Yeah. In fact, some of the more religious locals, who either, I guess, hated this thing or were terrified of it, would often throw rocks at the devil, trying to break the statue and defeat the evil. Whoa. They have enough time to go and grab rocks and try and take this bitch down. Yeah. Now, wow. I, I I believe that the rocking of the statue okay. uh, takes place when it's very much in statue form. Gotcha. So it's like maybe they've heard stories of it roaming about at night and they go there in the day. Okay. And they're like, we'll not let you rule over this land. And they're all throwing rocks, smashing up this this grave. Is it a big statue? No, I think uh, I saw a lot of different pictures of it online that definitely uh, implied it was larger than it actually is in real life. Okay. It is probably uh, up to your waist. Okay. Maybe a little taller. So a few feet feet high. Yeah, for sure. Well, one day when locals were walking through the graveyard, Probably about to give this statue a good rocking, they noticed something different. Wait a minute, was the devil statue always that big? I I could have sworn the figure was a lot smaller. And his eyes, now they're a bright yellow like they're glowing. The rock attacks and stories about the statue got so bad that eventually it had to be encased in a steel cage. (laughs) What? But was this really to protect the devil from the public? Or was it to protect the public from the devil? That's a great question. I mean, first off, if you really believe it is the devil taking form in a statue, I don't think rocks are going to cut it. No. Guys. No, 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 no. You need holy water. You need Bibles. 
garlic is that no that's vampires that's vampires you know stuff like that it's a great question i think either way it doesn't work <laughs> either way the devil's too powerful yeah Whether you're trying to keep him in or out it doesn't make a difference sticks and stones won't break his bones <laughs> no only words will hurt him the yeah. words of god yes all right prayer. you can't throw stones at a stone rocks don't hurt rocks paper hurts rocks and scissors hurts paper this is just paranormal facts. This is science. Yeah, they've taken the wrong approach to this. I guess maybe they think if they can smash the statue, then he won't be able... If you break the statue's legs, when he becomes <laughs> a demon, he still has broken legs. Yeah, no, I could definitely... I have a lot of sympathy for that. I mean, my yeah. first instinct would be behead the statue. It's yeah. like a zombie. Take out the head... The body isn't doing nothing. We we actually tried a lot of this with um the street performers in uh, Piccadilly Circus here in London. Yeah. Uh, when they are in statue form, uh, we realized if you do indeed break their legs when they return to human form, they they still have broken legs. That was a that was a lawsuit I didn't mind losing. You know, if if it's for the right cause, sometimes sure. for a good investigation, you got to get your hands dirty. Yeah. And boy, we did. Yeah, covered in bronze spray paint, actually, from the statues. Kid, I think it's about time I show you a picture of this statue. Oh. I just wanted to, because I don't have any pictures of it, not quite giant and not in a steel cage, figured I'd get that info out of the way before I show you a picture. Here you go. Take a look at this. Okay. So Roy has handed me an image here of the grave in question. This is truly horrible. Everyone involved should feel bad. Why Bernardo? I mean, he went off the deep end on this one. Like, going from... I'm going to come out and say, you were never a Catholic. If you get Satan, if you if your grave is a, is a statue of Satan... Anyway, whatever. Look, that's easy for you to say as a man who's never been oiled before. <laughs> All right, that, that, that stuff will change you. Yeah, he went off the deep end into a vat of oil. It's, it's an incredibly detailed statue of Satan himself. It's, it's a horrible, it's a horrible statue. It's pretty grim. It's pretty big. It is pretty big, judging by the surroundings here. And there is a very, very large, very industrial sized cage. This is keeping everything out. This is keeping, I, I was kind of imagining like one of the shitty cages they might put around like a CCTV camera or something. Right. Just like a, you know, just something simple. But this is, the, like, there's a couple layers to this cage. There's padlocks all over it. It's huge. Look, all I'm saying is, Bernardo listened to the rock music before he, you think he so? turned into a Satanist. That's all I'm saying. It is kind of funny, you know, usually if you have a grandfather, grandmother, you know, towards the end, they might show some uncharacteristic traits. Maybe they're a little more racist than they were. Maybe they swear a little bit more. You see their true colors. Of course. But rarely is your grandfather like, when I die, I want a statue of Hitler with Jesus in a headlock. He doesn't know what he's saying. He doesn't know what he's saying. I know no. exactly what I'm saying. We're going to have a statue of Jesus. We're going to have the statue In the of headlock. Jesus. No, 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 no. From There's going to be no headlock. Hitler. No, d don't listen. Granddad, shut the f*** up for a second. They're going to be riding a horse. No, there's going to be no horse. Blood. If you just have Jesus just being peaceful and just maybe blessing like a purple person There is or no peace after one has been oiled. You, like, were, you were never oiled. <laughs> Granddad, are you talking about when we spilt that cup of coffee on you this morning? I'm a changed man. There is no God here. We went to church this morning. We went to church. You had a great time. It's like you knocked a cup of chamomile tea on your own lap and screamed, there is no God, granddad. You were, if that was what pushed you over the edge, you were, you were already there. You wanted to go. <laughs> so kid, I researched a little bit further into the phenomenon of statues coming to life. And as you might expect... This is a common paranormal case, especially in graveyards. Okay. I guess graveyards, you know, already have uh, pretty strong links to the world of the paranormal. It's where the deceased are placed. You probably do have a lot of statues surrounding people's graves. There's already a creepy atmosphere. I can see why that would be the main place where these types of experiences would take place. Because by comparison, if you go to like an art museum, a lot of statues, not a lot of ghouls not a lot of ghouls and uh unresting souls yeah floating around well in fact in huntsville texas the graveyard statue commonly referred to as black jesus 
is rumored to change positions and even cry. Some of these people here may know a bit about it. All we call him around here is Black Jesus, so. I know that there are spirits. Step into Oakwood Cemetery. Walk to the back. The comforting Christ. And you will see him. The black Jesus. I'll get a little nervous, I guess. But. He is shrouded in local lore. They say sometimes his eyes are closed. Sometimes they are open. This statue was commissioned by a grieving judge and his wife. The young boy, who was five years old, had his tonsils out in Austin, Texas, and he died on the operating table in 1923. So they say that uh, sometimes that the statue actually cries. And they say the palms that normally face downward sometimes turn up. It's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. As for the color. It's not black, it's bronze. And bronze <laughs> turns dark. And the it ain't acid bronze. from the different trees turn it darker. It's a zero percent bronze. The burial ground includes the remains of men who lent their names to Texas cities, Houston, and Tomball. Paranormal investigators agree to come out. Meters go off. Oh, it's unexplained that we're getting any milligauses here at all. He says he has made contact Milligauses? <laughs> okay, back off, Raleigh. Is back Jesus real? <laughs> Step forward, Raleigh. Is Jesus what? real? Oh, that's strong. Okay. Fine. How do we know you're Who is he talking to? That's why I wanted you to do it. I think he's talking to the boy <laughs> whose grave it is, possibly. Is willing. Raleigh Powell, are you here? Can you feel? Yeah, I can feel it. Hey, Raleigh. Uh, the rods are definitely spinning on their own. We ask about the statue. Will we see the palms turned up? Right now. Okay. Will we see the palms up right now if we walk back there? Yes. We will see the palms up if we walk back there? Yes. Okay. Uh, the milligauses jumped 35, so there was a real high energy. What the f*** is he saying? Walk down the path. What's high the energy? Statue. The palms the are in the same position, downward. Uh, were you mistaken? <laughs> Can you get Jesus to move his palms up? Nothing happens with the statue, and then these instructions to Raleigh. Go get a stick and break it for us somewhere. Step on it. Jump on it. Make a noise. Seven seconds later. I heard something over there. Did you? A photograph showed what could be orbs of energy. As for the statue, it remained an image of peace. We left with no further incident. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. This historian says... But I don't believe this statue moves. And he is skeptical okay. about ghosts, even little ones. That was the fast. That was the fastest-paced video I've ever seen. The editing on that is crazy. That's a CBS <laughs> News segment. It's, that camera guy is on meth. It's cut. Yeah, it's cut so wildly. It's just like a crash zoom into a guy on the floor just going, the midi gases are off the chain. Je is Jesus real? Let their souls not be at rest. It is wild. Yeah, we should say that we, we didn't chop that up. It was incredibly difficult to follow. I feel like they were trying to bamboozle me into a sense of the paranormal. <laughs> yeah, with just overwhelming jump shots. So we've been paranormal investigators for uh, a number of years. I've, I don't know what the f a milligas is. Yeah, I've never heard of that before okay. in terms of any form of measurement. That didn't even look like an EMF reader he was using. No, they had rods. I thought rods were for like finding water or some shit. Those are what, dowsing rods? Yeah. Whereas I guess these are sort of for finding spirits, okay. paranormal spirits. <laughs> I they're think, like water. I think they're used, like a lot of these ones, like uh, flashlights or candles is asking kind of like a yes or no question. And the way that the rods move would indicate an answer. Okay. So, I mean, it's kind of like a like a portable Ouija board type sure. setup. Like, yeah. You know, it just... Can you move this? Yes or no? Yes. Yeah, so you can sense. ask questions like, if we go back to the statue, will Jesus's hands be up or, <laughs> or down? is Jesus real? <laughs> that's really starting off high. I mean, I guess that's the kind of question you do want to ask someone who's in the afterlife. Ultimately. Yeah. But like start off with something attainable. You don't, you don't go in with like no evidence of any <laughs> ghosts and go, what's the meaning of life? Yeah. A good paranormal seance is like a date, guys. All right. You got to sit down at the table. You got to talk about a little about what you do, what your interests. You got to do the boring questions How your, first. Your week was. Yeah. I don't just go to a bar, sit down with a random girl. Presumably, if we're getting as weird as these people are, a pint of milk and asking them if Jesus was a cat, <laughs> while I'm jamming two rods in their face. Was he a cat? Was he a cat? Oh God, the milli gas is going wild. That's a calculator. You said we would do one question each. 
No, you haven't answered yet. Is he a cat? I don't. Yeah, I don't know whether I necessarily trust the investigation of the paranormal researchers uh, included in this segment. I don't trust anyone in that segment because the the one guy who was, by the way, the Scooby Doo villain and all this, the guy who's like, um, actually, it's not, it's not black, it's bronze, it's bronze. The trees turn to that color. He seemed way too down on the whole thing. Yeah, it's also absolutely not bronze. This thing is pure black. <laughs> it is obsidian coal colored. I think he said the acid from the trees <laughs> turns the color, which. If you're going to be on the science side of things, uh, you're going to need a bit more of an explanation. Better alibi. Yeah. Uh, I thought this was interesting to include because not only is it a case of a moving statue, but in the Philippines, they actually have their own uh, statue called Black Jesus or Nuestro Padre Jesus Nazareno. Okay. Their statue uh, isn't necessarily believed to come to life. But it is believed to have supernatural powers in terms of curing illnesses or diseases. Mm. One of those ones where it's like you get your hands on this bad boy and you it like wipes. It's like wiping your internet browser history. That's <laughs> what that thing does. You are born again. All the secrets and shame gone. I mean, you still got the terminal illness for sure. But oh, yeah. your internet browser history, Wiped, finito. Gone. Cookies, munched. I mean, listen, I don't mean to get biblical on everyone's ass, but I seem to remember. But thine is the power, the love, and the glory. But thine was not black. <laughs> thine was bronze. <laughs> I do seem to remember the people when when Moses went away for like five minutes, they started building statues, the golden calf. Yeah. And God was like, yo, stop it. Those are false idols. We don't worship just like gold statues. That's not our thing. That's not what we do here. We pray. We talk to God directly. We don't worship false idols. Sure. Is it crazy to suppose that th he was so against these false idols because some weird shit might start happening if you start building statues of Jesus, statues of the devil? Ah, you're saying it's kind of like, it turns out it's actually like Santa Claus. If you just believe in it, then it becomes <laughs> magic. So he's like, hey, no, no, everyone needs to believe in me. All right, don't believe in the golden ox because God's he's actually starting to levitate. <laughs> yeah, he's, <laughs> he he's pretty OP already. The ox has got laser eyes now. Things are starting to heat up. The ox has got 11 commandments. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> that is a bit of a piss take, isn't it? That Moses freed the slaves from Egypt. Yep. You know, brought them across the parted ocean. Goat move. And he's like, hey, God told me I got to go get the commandments from up here. I'll just, be back in. Just chill. 10 minutes just chill. tops. And okay, he, Moses, we'll just chill. We'll just like tell each other stories just, yeah, or something. Sure, just like hold down the fort, you know? Yeah, we'll just like eat a, eat a snack or something. Yeah, there, I think there's some manna around here. Like, oh. Yeah, go, go enjoy that. That's cool. We'll eat that. I'm uh, pretty hungry, actually. And Moses goes up there. It, it's probably a giant sand dune, you know, so he's sweating his ass off. Takes he's a while, sand sure. Sand in his eyes. And then when he gets up there, God's like, hey, here's the Ten Commandments. I rid them on, on, a, on a stone, a slab. So you're going to have to either drag it or ride that bitch back down the sand dune. And you can't talk back to God. So you're like, great. Thank, I love stones. Thank you, I my love Lord. giant slabs. And then as soon as he gets back, they're, all, they're building a golden ox. Do, 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 do. What the hell are just you? Putting, oh, hey, Moses. We're just putting in the finishing touches over here. I was gone for like two seconds. Yeah, it's a beauty, isn't she? I was literally talking to God. God? But I'm building God. <laughs> oh, my. No. This is so. Also, where did you get the gold? Where did you get the gold? Don't you have... I have a ton... We all have a ton of gold. Don't you have some gold? We've been walking for 25 straight days in the desert, and you've been dragging gold? Yeah, a little gold? exercise. A little... <laughs> stretching our legs, you know? But, oh, we got tons of gold. Tear it down. Tear it down. We're, we're just gonna... We're just gonna move on. All right? Before we do, are there any other gods that you've been building out of gold? I just want to get this... I don't want to get it out of the way. I don't want to address it now. No, I mean... No, no... No, not gods exactly, no. Right, okay, but that implies you have that there is something right, else. Well, we built. built. Well, we sh we we didn't just knock it out of the park the first time with this guy. So what? There's there's a couple there's a couple of trials, and they're pretty powerful now. Actually, are they gods? They've become gods. <laughs> they are become gods. 
There's so more you didn't one. build more gods. We, so you we, didn't build more gods. Well, we didn't, didn't mean to, to build more gods, but there's a lot more gods where this one came from. There's like a 20 foot golden giraffe. Are they all animals? All the gods are just like in an old timey episode of Power Rangers. <laughs> They're 60 foot tall and just punching the <laughs> shit out of each other. Yeah, giant megazords. <laughs> A mech army of golden gods. <laughs> so is that Godzilla? He was actually here when we got here. We didn't build him. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Kit, when we bottle up our emotions, it can start to affect us negatively. Sometimes it's important that we get stuff off our chest. Tell me about it. I found a UFO in the forest and now... This thing is attached to my chest. Jesus, that's an alien. Mm -hmm. All right, I was speaking metaphorically about dealing with emotions and talking about our feelings by using services like BetterHelp. I don't need to talk about my feelings. This thing can read my mind. Therapy can be a great way to set boundaries and become the best version of yourself. With BetterHelp, you can get matched with a licensed therapist that suits your needs. It's online, convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You're saying they can get things off my chest, like uh, Zonktar here? Don't give it a name. Maybe me and Zonktar can sign up for BetterHelp together. Give it a shot, and whatever it is, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Paranormal Life today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Paranormal Life. All right, so we've investigated a couple cases today, but it's time to focus back on our main investigation, the story of the Malabon Cemetery Demon. Now, as we know, to be a good paranormal investigator, you also have to sometimes, just sometimes, look at the logical explanations. So what would be the logical explanations as to why this devil statue is rumored to be alive? Well, a living relative of Bernardo claimed that the original statue had been replaced sometime in the 1970s because of the amount of destruction that had been caused. As a result, the statue was replaced with a new one, allegedly around five inches bigger than the first. Ooh. This one had also had its eyes painted yellow to make it even more frightening. If if that's a fact that they they the guy who made the statue says, I painted the eyes yellow. Yeah, sure. That does mess with our evidence a little bit. It does, yeah. Because you could definitely see how, you know, someone who possibly lives nearby and goes to this graveyard for a bi-weekly walk. Yeah. If one day they show up and the statue that they've seen a lot of times is now five inches taller with different eyes, you could understand how telling that story could snowball into the statue was growing or the statue has moved positions. Something that a statue, by definition, does not do. Yeah, it's kind of their thing. Uh, I guess the weird one that we have to address is the cage itself. Now, there is a logical explanation, which we did discuss. The fact that the uh, statue has been destroyed. It's been rocked. Uh, It was also apparently a pretty popular place for druggies to shoot up under the sheltering eye of the devil, I guess. So they did have to close it off to the public. But Kit, you've seen that cage. That's like three cages. That's the shit they used to to keep the dinosaurs in in Jurassic Park. The reason you need a cage like that is if the critter you're dealing with is a slippery little serpent. True. Or that's the kind of cage you put on to stop even the smallest pebbles from getting through and destroying the, the, the artwork. Fair. That's a fair counterpoint. Because... Because I was going to say... Are you like, saying he can transform into a snake? I was gonna, yeah, out? I was implying he could obviously transform into a snake. He's the devil. He probably like, breathes snakes. I mean, I feel like if he could just transform, he could just, I don't know, turn into a gas and get out if he wants to well he's not that's like a god tier move okay turning into gas he could turn into a pretty small snake (laughs) but even not even that small 
Like a, it's still a python. Because I think that's like uh, that's like a loophole. Is that like his ego is so big he wouldn't even want to be a tiny snake? Yeah, you know he's like he can't even escape because he his he's so big headed and obnoxious. He would never even let himself get small enough to get through. It's actually pretty. That's pretty cool. pretty poetic. That's pretty poetic, actually. You could probably you could like write a poem about that because there's like a bit of that in all of us as well. Right. The demons inside of us and how they'll never go away because like they they are too obnoxious and full themselves to, to sh- that's actually pretty good i don't know i don't know no, that, that is actually, that i don't is know good. that it is good because that is good and it would be called, you're not listening it would be called snake in a cage that would be that would probably be the What's name it? of it what what possibly the poem, is it okay. the song the movie i guess maybe the movie it's no not, no the it's, poem it's not a movie you're it, right it's not a movie it depends how well the there's poem no does. There's, there's not enough substance to that idea at all song, movies I guess, movies then. normally well, even a song is three minutes long. I don't think there's enough subs. It's like a one-line little I'm idea. Made of stone. You're saying this- I'm so what the fuck is happening? I can't. I can't. This is bad. Uh, you know this is bad. Well, <laughs> you're putting me under pressure, and I can't. <clears throat> I find it hard to sing. I feel like pressure, if I so. don't put you under pressure, it's still gonna be bad. In fact, I'm gonna try that. I can't submerge my rage. I'm feeling like a red hot demonic burning snake in a cage. Yes, I was right. Still not good. Snake in a cage. Okay. And you can try to so cage me. Ah. Ow. So loud. You can try to break me down. Can we just end the podcast? But I am not... A tomb. Are you trying to prolong the no at the end of this episode? Clown, would you stop, please? Because obviously, I think we could both agree is going to be a double no this week. And I think the poem, the song, and the movie will soften the blow. You're gonna recite a fucking movie? <laughs> Act one, scene one. Oh, Lucifer's Christ. in the cage. <laughs> That's the whole movie. Is this like some spoilers, fucking, man? This is, this is like some modern play where the entire thing takes place inside the cage yeah it's one actor performing every role i guess and then they'll probably eventually want to turn it into like a hamilton style you know what let's go back to the song that would be a lot better than the stage adaptation (laughs) and the hamilton one will be like you know a retelling of the grave and it'll be like what do you mean the hamilton one there'll be like a musical version of the show bernardo hamilton there's so, a million things he hasn't done. So you've <laughs> you've gone <laughs> you so you've gone from writing uh, one verse to a three minute song to writing a two hour f-ing musical of like fifteen numbers. An idea this good can't be put in a cage. Actually, that's a pretty good idea for an. That's what you're trying to do. Yeah, idea in a cage. A biography about who? I guess me. Probably. Why would it be you? You you have nothing to do with the story. I feel like I'm in a cage. I'm in a cage of emotion, which actually was covered in the poem and the song. If you ever f-ing listen to it, I'm trying to listen to it. It doesn't exist yet. And the rap is gonna be the bell of the ball. How about the investigation? <laughs> well, we spent the last. Oh my god. A really? A rap beat? You can't rap and do the beat at the same time. Well, I can, and I'm trying, and I know you're not going to do the beat, so I'm going to have to do all of it. You're right, I'm not going to do the beat. All right. Cage. It's a snake. I won't do the beat, but I'll do the ad-lib. Cage. Cage. Here we go. Cage, 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 cage. Yo, Bernardo's in the mud. Too all day, and he's slaving away. Cause you know he's gonna stay in the ground. Gonna stay out of town in the graveyard. Yeah, he's pretty far out there. Dad in the cage, in the motherfucking cage. It's a devil, it's a devil, it's a snake man. And he's wriggling, but he's too big to get through the holes. And he's too sick, yeah. He's got horns and a little pitchfork. And he's jamming in in St. Michael's big gold head. Oh, yeah. With the mother devils in the goyo gold cage And he's gonna take you out any day You know what, f*** it I said no to the stage adaptation I said no to the movie I said no to the book rights I said no to everything But the rap? Yeah That was dope It was awful Oh, you like that? That was the worst one for me, personally I'm really invested in the stage performance Okay, bro Well, we can work on that But let's just well, the rap. We'll start with the rap. We'll start and, with and the build rap it from there. 
Look guys, it's time for conclusions. We've dilly-dallied for far too long here. Kit, what do you think? It's a... <laughs> Don't it's you a... say double no. You can't just say that. It's I need a... to say in it. It's a no. <laughs> of course. <laughs> it's a double no. Uh, so it is a double no. <laughs> this is a great case. Thank you to Ace for sending this in. Uh, I had a blast researching this and learning more about the Philippines and its paranormal history. This was really cool. Guys, if you have your own stories that you'd like us to investigate and write dope rap songs about, please get in touch uh, and write an email to thisparanormallifepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of This Paranormal Life. Guys, if you enjoyed the show just as much as we enjoy making it, we don't run ads on the podcast. What we do have is our Patreon, patreon.com, where you can support the show on a number of different tiers. And another way to support the show, you know, if you don't want to splash the cash, is uh, simply just going onto the iTunes store, onto the podcast store, and uh, dropping us a review. Uh, if you do enjoy it, that helps spread the word, helps uh, get the show out there, and we get more people for the Paranormal Commune and more people listening to the show. Everybody's a winner. And if you do support us on Patreon and get those juicy, juicy bonus episodes, what we like to do is give you a little shout-out at the end of the episode. So, thank you to... Joseph McAllister. Joseph McAllister, the A-lister. Ooh, this guy's on every red carpet. He's at every paparazzi photo shoot. How does he get in? Because he's a f***ing A-lister, bro. Oh, they right. invite him. I will say, though, I, no one knows what he does. I don't know what he does. I don't know. I think I'm not, not sure level. he's even... I'm not sure he's actually famous. Okay. I think, I think he might be faking it. I think he might be a scam artist. It's the best kind of fame. Joseph, I would love to know the secrets uh, to your fame. So that the people in here in the commune would respect me more. Sure. So throw a couple our way, why don't you? Thank you too, Tom O'Brien. That's right, Tom O'Crian Brian. Uh, he has Wah. unique. <laughs> well, you should Wah. make fun of him because his unique medical condition. Right. Yeah. In which. Well, boo -hoo. Yeah, it is boo -hoo uh, because uh, well, he has to. He's he has to, he cry. Right. He's been crying since the day he was born. And I didn't know that when we. St I'm sorry. He's a, I wouldn't have made. I between made you and me, though, he's a bit of a crybaby. He's a bit of a, because yeah. he's a bit of like. A, oh, everyone should feel sorry for me. Why, why, why? He doesn't say that so much, but that's the vibe I get. Yeah. Thank you to Eric B. Eric B is actually uh, a lot nicer than his twin brother Derek Wasp. Oh, All right. No. Did you know Eric B? Uh, he loves flowers. He makes honey. Likes honey. Yep. Yeah. Um, Derek Wasp can only stab sting, sting you once and he dies and he's pretty keen on stinging someone so eric you're living a good life here don't be like derek yeah be more like eric thank you also to vincent vincent i don't want your vincents i want your vin dollars that's right, buddy. We need to crank up the donations this month, all right? Because Kit and I have pretty expensive tastes. We've recently got into drones, all yeah. right? And if there's one thing I know about drones, and I haven't researched them a lot, but they're pretty expensive, Vincent. And I don't take cheap drones. That's because we're not into just your regular Amazon.com drones. We're into U.S. military drones. Exactly. These things are like... 10 million dollars a piece i can sit on it and fly myself around like professor x all right vincent at, at mac 3 <laughs> i blacked out at mac 2 so <laughs> the joy is lost on me and who are you vincent to deprive us of that experience thank you to sean hicks sean hicks owner of lawnpicks.com this was a kind of dot-com boom era website where people would... It was a social network where you'd share pictures of, of your garden. And needless to say, got bought out by Zuckerberg day one. Of course. And has been living like a billionaire ever since. Wow, off of lawn picks? Lawn picks, that's right. That's incredible. Well done. They say he's got a green thumb. <laughs> Thank you also to Rory's mom. All right, let's move on move on all right that's enough that's enough i didn't say anything bro move past it i won't have my mother attacks like this on the podcast i'm pretty sure this is your mom though silence I think, I think she's just 
Why are you silencing me? She would never. You and I both know she would never support me financially or emotionally. I think she is. I think she's trying to get through. I think she's trying to like maybe no, make amends. No, maybe there's like. There's no way. There's no way that snake I'm, in a cage would ever. That's a crawl pretty awful here. way to talk about your very, from what I'm seeing here, very financially supportive mother. Actually. Well, she owes me because you know she hasn't paid. She forgot to pay my rent this month for a start. So she, she was, does support you enormously. She was two days. Late. She was two day late in the support of that. My mobile payments, that was early. She does those too? Yeah, she does a lot of things. Gym, clothes. I'm gonna cancel this. How is this too dare much? you cancel my mother's support? Thank you to Jennifer Gold. Jennifer is a human being made entirely out of gold. Whoa. Unfortunately, due to the acid in the surrounding trees <laughs> has turned completely black. Oh. So, like like the night sky, like a black hole. Right. Just no light goes in, nothing comes on. Yeah. Borderline transparent. So it's the, the irony is so cruel. She went from so visible and eye-catching in the gold color to borderline invisible now. Yeah. It's a cruel world. Wow. Thank you to Chris Burke. More like Chris Smirk. Because Chris is always up to something. Always got a little ace up their sleeve. Wipe that goddamn smirk off your face, Chris. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Tell me what you're up to. This is the house of the Lord, alright? Which we have proven. And there's no time for smirking. There's no time for false idols or golden oxes. But also, thank you for your... He actually donated a very large golden ox. Oh, we'll take that. We we'll will, take that. We will take that. Thank you too, Caitlin Gooday. Good day, Caitlin. How's it going, mate? Oh, I didn't. I didn't say good day. I said huh? Good day. Good day. Yeah. Good day, mate. Good day, Caitlin. Well, it's, it's close, but. How do you like my flawless Australian accent? I don't think she's Australian at all. Oh, actually. thanks for the support. Thanks for your support and listening to this podcast. <laughs> oh Christ! Thank you too, Matt Holcomb. Matt, how come you're so damn sexy? How come? I don't understand, you know? So sometimes you look at a guy, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Gosling, and mostly, mostly Ryan's. Ryan's. It yeah. is. Matt's one of those guys you look at and you're like, damn, how how come you're so hot? Anyone answer? Because of the restraining you can't hear me because of the restraining order. Is a restraining order? I'm like fifty you got feet too close. <laughs> I'm like fifty feet away at this point. Thank you too, Joe Dalton. Joe Dalton is just your average Joe, you know, just he, just an average guy living an average life. Well, he does hold a couple of world records, actually. But other than that, just Whoa. a couple, just a regular guy living. Well, actually, he does have a pretty, a pretty secretive job, actually. Well, he's an Olympic athlete. And oh, well, that's just on the side. But what he does for a day job is even more nuts. But other than that, it's just a normal job. guy. He, well, I can't tell you because it's too fantastic. And also, he's actually had a pretty illustrious. It's path. too fantastic. You called him Average Joe at the start. But he's an he's an average looking guy, except for well, he was in a couple like un he was an underwear model for a year, so he's on a year or two. So he's but not, not a very long underwear modeling career, sure. But other than that, he's fantastic. Know, he's got two kids. Granted, the two kids are overachievers, but you know, other than that, normal family, average Joe kind of stuff. Okay. Like one is an astronaut, the other is does a pretty famous actor actually. But all right, so he's the least average person of he's all not, time. He's very average. He's extremely average. He's he makes well, a I'm very normal he's... amount of money, except okay. for that what he won the lottery one year. <laughs> what? But anyway, Joe, happy to have a normal guy just setting the bar right there in the middle for everyone here in the comments. Oh my god. Thank you to Carly Divine. Carly, you are simply divine. Just as we mentioned uh, to one of our patrons earlier, you are a smoke show. You are gorgeous. Dime piece. An absolute beauty. Of course, you cannot hear this as the restraining order. It is in effect. It yeah. is in effect. I am hundreds, nay thousands of yards away, uh, court ordered. Um, but let it be known that uh, you are beautiful. It's pretty alarming that this is the, this is the first time, you know, whenever we shout people out, it's the first time I'm being introduced to their name. For sure. You seem to already have a, a long and disturbing relationship with all these people. Yes. I am on first and last name basis with many of them, as that is how you're supposed to address them in court. Legally. Full name. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you also to Dan. Dan is the man with the plan. 
No matter what you're doing, even if it's just to go into the kitchen and make a sandwich, Dan is like, all right, here's how it's going to go down. Rolls the map down. It's like, Jacob, you're going to enter the kitchen from the window. I've attached lasers to your glasses, which will emit a sonar noise. I already made the sandwich. What? I already did the thing that I said I was going to do. We, we didn't need a plan. It was just, it would take two seconds. Uh, all right. Um... Okay, I spent I spent like six grand on the la- on the glasses on the laser glasses. Is there any? Okay, well they're non-refundable. I left okay. the store and said they asked me what I needed them for, and I said, Damn, "That's incredible." Classified, and I shot the the store clerk. And shot them. No, no trails, baby. You told me that's a trail right there. I could go to the police right You're now. You're right. It is. He puts on the glasses. <gasps> but your rings. Oh, oh my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he hits the sandwich instead. Oh! <laughs> Shit. I didn't calibrate the bitch. <laughs> All right, here's the plan. Rachel, you're going to go on the internet and learn how to calibrate laser glass. Rachel's gone. She left as soon as you obliterated the sandwich. Thank you to Amy Harper. Harp, the Harold Amy sings. Uh-oh. Glory to the newborn queen. <laughs> Amy herself. That's right. She is singing about how dope she is. And I'm fine that. with that. That's you know? like some Kanye shit. It's like some rapper shit. I'm the greatest. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you know what, Amy? You are the greatest. And you would probably hear it more often if you would just release me from the restraining order. Okay. I'm seeing a pattern here. Thank you to Randall Collier. Randall Collier is a random caller. That's right, the buttons on his phone are broken as shit. He tries to call his mom, it calls the police. Whoa. He tries to call the police, it calls Jamaica. What? There is no rhyme nor reason to this guy's calling pattern. Does it at least call the Jamaican police? No. <laughs> there were only two options. I don't know why it took you so long to respond to that. Well, it either did or it didn't call the Jamaican police. Well, there's like a delay. I had to wait to see whether he connected to He's the police. He's doing it now? Oh, He's phoning live. Now? We might get a... Uh-oh. Randall? No, it, it's my mom. Oh, actually. okay. Uh, no, Randall this time. Thank you, lastly but not leastly, to David Emery. David Emery is running out of memory. He has to... He has to remove data from his own brain uh, just to be able to remember new facts. So if he wants to learn to drive, he has to forget where his house is. Uh, It's a real, as we said, monkey paw situation here. You want to learn uh, to speak French? you got to forget what your wife's face looks like. If you want to memorize some new maps in COD, you got to forget your own mother and father. Yeah, which is worth it, by the way. He does a lot of that shit. He offloaded a lot of family and friends early. It's pretty easy to do it that way. And now he knows the best spawn points in shipment, <laughs> all right? I've seen that guy call in an attack helicopter within 10 seconds and of gameplay. And you would think that's a small amount of data. It is not. He had, <laughs> he had to forget 14 years of education. Yeah. So thank you, David. And thank you to everyone that we have shouted out on the podcast so far. Thank you for those who tuned in. I hope you had a great time this week. We had a great time investigating it. There's nothing more to say, guys. We had a blast. Hopefully you did too. And we will see you next week for a brand new episode of This Paranormal Life. Ciao. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.